the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father, in the name and the blood of Jesus. We give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day. Bless the listeners to learn and grow. Help them to have insight, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that they will do better in everything they do. Help us, O Lord, to be blessed by your presence with the Holy Spirit. Bless us coming and going, everything we touch. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, thank you, listeners. Uh, getting a lot of calls, had a lot of response to some of the things. Uh, talked to a, a lady this morning on the way to the station that had listened to my show uh, that was on at 5 o'clock. And it's similar to this show. We're going to, you know, put in some of the same things. Uh, you know, The Great Escape. Y'all remember the movie back years ago, The Great Escape? There's always some movie about somebody escaping, you know, Alcatraz or somewhere, you know. And it made good entertainment, I guess. But dealers, new car dealers especially, escape constantly. I mean constantly escape. Um, I talked about this several years ago, Third, Fifth Bank in Dayton, Ohio. They'd pay $30 million on uh, dealerships that overcharge people of color. They take advantage of those people because maybe they don't get the knowledge and the understanding that they need. That's what I'm here for. Uh, And they get taken advantage of by new car dealers. And then the banks get fined for it. Because they own the the note. See, new car dealers escape. Oh, they're going to finance you. They're going to take care of you. They're going to give you the best rate. Good morning, Johnny. And liar, liar, pants on fire. There's some F&I people in this town that make well over 40000 a month on F&I. That's, that's a percentage of 20%. So if they're making 40000 the new car dealer on that on that guy is make or girl, they're making two hundred thousand. So yeah, if you're making two hundred, you'll pay a good F and I person forty grand a month. But see, they're the ones that see the customer. They're the ones that charge the rate. And so then the new car dealers, what happens there is they escape the fines from the government. They escape the uh, the the fines from the the Trade Commission. And so they have to pay it. They're making small percentage, and the new car dealer got paid and got big percentage. The great escape. They escape these issues. They escape, escape the fines. They escape everything. And so where, where are the customer at? They're the ones paying. Now, I'm not sure they ever pay the customer back because they don't. Have you ever had a car dealer apologize to you? I don't think you ever will. Good morning, Bubba. And so I don't think you ever will. No, they're not going to pay you back. They're not going to apologize for putting you in debtor's prison. You know, this country, um, I study the market. I study the the trends. I study everything. I try try to be prepared. I want to make the right decisions. I want to be prepared for what's going on right now and the future. The past, we got to learn from the past, but we got to go forward with the future. And so this has been going on. You know, you can say what you want on dealers, but 
they're all firing at you. You got a target on you. They're firing at you 90 miles an hour. Guess what? Hey, we got to make friends to sell, and our enemies don't come around. Hey, if your enemy's not coming around, we got to make money on whoever walks in the door, and that's you. So you got to be prepared mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your money. I often talk about it's kind of like a football field. You know, you're walking out there against a trained team of professionals. They got a bunch of people going up against you besides owners and managers and just everybody in the world. So you're out there against the Dallas Cowboys. And we keep score with your money. (laughs) We love your money. And so, you know, profit is the god of, of the car business. And you know what, Barry, I forgot the phone number. Hey, give us a call. There's no dumb questions. 210. 340-9585. 340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And get pen and paper. I'll give you my mobile that you can give me a call anytime. Because remember, I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Cars, trucks, houses, um, vans, company units, a bunch of company units. I used to buy 50 uh, off-field trucks a month off an off-field company. And... Uh, they went to a big insure, I mean, a good auction, big auction company, and the people working there said, we don't get as much money as we get off of you. We got to get them to Houston, and they charge us for everything in the world. They charge us 300 to clean them up, 300 400 to put a windshield in. They charge us for this, and then they charge us when they sell. We're not doing well, but the corporate signed a big contract with them, and they're not happy. But, that, you know, they signed a contract, and they're locked in, just like, you know, I talk about Skynet, how they locked me in, and it's been a nightmare, and I've got another company trying to buy out my contract, and they're not wanting to do it. And they got, I found out that my Internet is way slow, another one of the mistakes by Skynet. And for four months it was a nightmare with them because they had my phone numbers wrong and everything else. And so we got to watch out for the contracts. Well, the same way a contract when you sign up on uh, interest rate, unless you get refinanced. So these F&I guys are experts at making money on you. After the buy, man, the purchase, I've got me a new car. You stretch your old chest out. I got me a new car. You know, I don't care for a few more. Well, just $20 a month more. Hello, Angela. $20 a month more. That's all. You know, I mean, you know, we're going to take care of you. We're going to give you the best deal. And so after you get your old chest pumped up and you got me a brand new car, got it financed, I'm the dude, man. I'm going to show this car. Have you ever noticed? You go to restaurants and all the black tags, everybody gets a new car and they got to go out to eat. Is that showing off? I don't know. Uh, About like convertibles. I got a buddy of mine that bought a convertible, and he said, Hey, man, how you like my car? I said, I love it. You're going to have the top down the first two or three months, and after that you'll never put it back down. You know, the excitement, the real excitement of being in there. And that's what the F&I people do. They know that excitement. Hey, I got finance. I don't care what the interest rate is. I got finance. I got this new car. This deal's coming together. Hey, man, I don't care that I'm not going to have any money left at the end of the month. Good morning, Dick. I don't care if I'm going to have to pay for seven years on this note. I don't care. Now, I was at, We were talking to a new car dealer the other day, me and another fellow. And uh, said, hey, how much is a new Ford diesel, 4x4 Lariat going to run? He said, well, you can order it now. We might get it in about four months. And uh, said, well, how much do I need to put down? You know, what what I got to do? Well, we like about 5000 down, 5000 for a deposit. So what's the price going to be? Well, we don't can't give you that price. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be around $90,000. So you want me to put up? No, I ain't, I ain't buying it. I got news for you. Hey, I I don't need no brand new truck. Uh, I bought one with three hundred thousand miles. It's running fine. So, but anyway, it it, it was only eight thousand dollars. But so we get so excited when we're buying something that we don't think about the future. We don't think about. Hey, what's that old Ford truck going to be worth? Well, I just bought one for eight thousand. It was a twelve model, so that you know that is you know it is a ten 
10-year-old truck, but 90000 that's not counting up, upkeep, maintenance, and, and uh, insurance and all the other stuff that goes with it. You know, so that $90,000 might be double. You know, they, they talk about buying these huge boats. And a buddy of mine one time bought one for $700,000. Huge boat. And I said, man, that's not a bad price. Well, that boat was probably in the millions new. He said, oh, yeah. He said, but the price of 700 is the cheap part. Maintenance, getting the captain, keeping it up, insurance, docking. He said, the 700 good morning, Dale. The 700 don't mean nothing. It's the upkeep, the maintenance, the, you know, everything else that goes with it. See this, and then maybe that's why he bought it at seven hundred thousand. This great, big, gorgeous boat is the guy got tired of paying the captains and the and the help and the cleaning and the insurance and the maintenance, and you know, uh, five hundred gallons of diesel. Whoo, mercy! So anyway, the great escape, the great escape is dealers. They don't worry about the laws. I was talking to uh, Carlos yesterday. And Carlos and I were talking about, and he may call in, we were talking about uh, deleting trucks, which is illegal by the government. Hello, Bobby. How you doing this morning? Uh, and so deleting trucks is illegal by the government. And so uh, we'll see if, if he comes in. We'll probably bring that back up. But, you know, we the great escape artists is the car dealers. They escape the fines on deleting trucks or selling deleted trucks. They, if you overcharge you and discriminate, hey, car dealers don't discriminate. They're after everybody. They want every available dollar. Yes, they do. They want every, they want to pick your pocket clean. Yeah. Hey, and by the way, can you go borrow some money from an auntie or an aunt, uncle? Can you get a little extra? How about your credit card? Is it maxed out? Can we max it out for you? You know, they look for every way to get every available dollar to hammer you as well as they can. You got a target on you. They don't discriminate. And they picked up on this because, you know, the government's got to look smart. They got to look like they know what they're doing. So they picked up on these dealers, and they they probably found some dealers that have worked that way. But they escaped the fines. The, The banks paid the fine. But they think they're above the law. See, that's the key. Now, in Texas, I don't know about these other states, but in Texas, I think we've got now about 20 investigators. They wear us out. They work on the car dealers left and right. Man, I just had uh, not long ago, I had the big investigator with his help, his team come in, and they were investigating another dealer that I'd done some business with. And so because they tied me with him, you know, and he, they were doing all kinds of bad stuff. So they came in and said, ha, ha, we're going to catch old Randy doing something. They went through me with a fine-tooth comb, and guess what? I come out clean as a whistle on the other side. And the head investigator and I sit there and talk for about 30 minutes while they were going through everything they could find, at least for a couple of hours. And we had a long conversation and talking about what was going on in the market and what they were seeing, how much trouble. And I said, don't you ever check new car dealers? Very seldom. Very seldom. I said, well, what about false advertisement? He said, well, you know, we've got another team that kind of watches that. So uh, do you ever find it? Yeah, we find it. I said, so I've seen fines in the car dealer magazine of thirty, forty, fifty thousand. 50000 But, you know, when a new car dealer does something illegal, usually they make millions. So they can pay a $50,000 fine. Let me pay that $50,000 fine because I made about 3 or $4 million on the other ones I sold by false advertising. You know, they're above the law. They escape. Houdini, man, Houdini couldn't get out, get out of some of the traps that he got into, but the car dealers can. And you, you're the one that they're, they're pinpointing. Give us a call here, 210 340 9585, if you have any car questions, uh, you're probably going to ask the question that will help somebody else. Uh, I helped a gentleman get a brand-new truck this week. He'd shopped around, shopped around, 
and everybody wanted 5000 over window MSRP. We got him one for window. Man, that was a deal right now. And he ordered it, and he's thrilled. And if I get you a new Chevrolet, Ford, Buick, Dodge, uh, Jeep, uh, GMC, Buick, just about anything delivered to your door right, just give me a call anytime I do business with Covert Auto Group. Rox Covert and I have been doing business over 40 years and never, ever had a problem. I've never, he's never lied to me. I've never lied to him. He takes care of my customers. So give me a call. I'll hook you up with the Covert Auto Group, 830-708-4789. Uh, still dealing with some houses, buying some houses, looking at some foreclosures. So if you've got a foreclosure, we uh, might be buying a house that's uh, about to be foreclosed on. We're going to save the guy's credit, and we're going to. I got a camper that I'm going to put him in, so he have a place to live. Him and his wife. They need something to live in. A lot of these wholesalers just put you out on the street. I don't want to put you out in the street if there's any way possible. And if you, I'm, and then I'm still dealing with that guy that uh, is about to lose his house. And I told him, don't lose your house. Find a way to get caught up. Make a deal with the bank. You can't rent a house for what your payment is. And so I want to give you the truth on that situation. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. And go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Subscribe, watch the videos. I've got a spiral notebook full of fresh stuff. I'm checking out some new cameras and equipment. Try to get it even better. Go to that next level where you'll enjoy watching and, and my, me talking about just like this, the great escape. Here are these new car dealers. Good morning, Greg. Uh, the great escape. D- new car dealers charging way too much interest on somebody who don't know your interest, what you deserve, what your credit score is. But that's why... My show, I want you to know what your credit score. I want you to talk to a bank. See, they, they, I think they question a lot of people, the real good ones do, and say, have you, have you got a bank? No. Or have you talked to your bank? No. Well, they know you're, they're wide open to charge whatever they want to. You're not educated. I want you educated. I want you to talk to some banks and credit unions. I want you to know what your credit score is, what you deserve in an interest rate, and have it all set up. Have it ready. New car dealers make a fortune on uh, financing. Warren Buffett in that $200 million dealership he's bought, he wants to finance you. But he's going to tell you, he, they're going to question people that go in there, and they're going to ask them if they got a bank. They're going to ask them if they talked to a bank. And when they don't, they're going to hammer them on, oh, I got the best interest rate for you, 18%. Wow, I'm taking care of you, Bubba. Yeah, come on in here, sign up. Well, that, that's the way it's going to go. And they, hey, when you're sitting on billions and billions and don't know what to do with it, don't you want to loan it out for 10%, 18%? That's what these big billionaires do. They buy the dealerships. They have their own extended warranty. I'll explain another deal. I had a good listener call and said, my son's got extended warranty on a Ford product. And he paid 2500 for six years. I said, hey, Keep that warranty. Well, I thought it, he paid twenty five hundred. I was hoping to get that twenty five hundred. I said, no, they're gonna cut you to your knees. Number one, you've had it a year. I said, and you need protection. I said, was that in house warranty company? And he said, no, it was. Uh, he named the company. I said, you know what it is. They knew that this car is gonna have some problems. So they didn't want to sell their extended warranty. They sell an outside extended warranty, but they finance it. So they want that warranty company to cover and protect their loan. That's just like Randolph Brooks, who sells, in my opinion, the best warranty. They, he, they sold my realtor. I have the best realtor in the country. I may tell you something. I know a couple of hundred realtors, and she's the best. We're par- business partners on houses that we flip. She designs houses. In fact, I've got two, three people wanting her to design the house. She's great. My sister sells. Hey, if you want to meet the nicest person in the world, go see my sister, Candy at Stowers, right behind North Star Mall. Go in there and talk to her. She's a great designer, great with furniture. Been selling furniture forever. One of the top salesmen, uh, people in the world, the sweetest, kindest 
person candy at Stowers behind a North Star Mall. Great furniture store. She loves working with the people, loves the furniture, the quality and all. But my realtor, man, she's on top of it, and she does a great, great job, great job. And so you've got to be prepared in everything to deal with the best people, work with the best people in order to get the best. Are you dealing with somebody you can't trust? Are you dealing with people you don't understand? It's the same way in everything in life. We've got to be the best, be productive. Hey, you need wisdom. It says in the Bible that you need wisdom. And it says, Proverbs 1, 5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. And let the discerning get guidance. We need to make the right decisions in everything that we do. And, you know, and... If not, you're going to get beaten down by past mistakes and choked by desires that we know were wrong. Well, about the time you hear that commercial after you've owned the old car or truck about three years, man, I hate this car. Do you hate your car? Do you hate what you owe? Hey, there's nothing free in the car business. You know, uh, we were talking about a real good place to eat, eat and Got a uh, fry hat store in New Brunswick. Man, the food is great. Uh, I just love going there. But anyway, their utility bill is 4800 a month. Now, I was talking to my son about it, and he said, man, that's a lot of money. I said, yeah, I know. My car lot, if I don't watch out what we're doing, we're up $1,000 a month. I said, but how'd you like to have one of these new car stores? And then all the lights, all the offices, all the shops that they air conditions, all the detail shops they air condition. I said, there ain't no telling. It's like be 100000 a month. See, people don't realize what it costs to be in business. And it's going to get higher. They don't realize what overhead costs. Bobby knows. Bobby's my mechanic. I lease him a shop, and he does most of my work. He'll tell you about overhead, about electricity, about rent, about insurance. I mean, and it is nothing compared to new car dealers run million and a half to two million, and it's going to get higher. Insurance is going to get higher. Everything's going to get higher. And our the water bill is going to get higher. Utility is going to get higher. Taxes is going to get higher. So we just got to work smarter, better, and harder. I want you to be that way. Have you got that seven-year note? This might be the time to sell it. I had a gentleman come in and sell us a 19 Chevy diesel with uh, 18,000 miles. Why? Because it's the time to get rid of it. He don't need it. Hey, bird dog, I haven't seen you in a while. How you doing, Corpus? And so we've got so much going on in our lives, so much things to think about, but we've got to get our overhead down, our living expenses down, and not live over our means. I mean, Dave Ramsey's got it together. And he says you can buy a car when you got cash. He says sometimes we have to do it, uh, you know, be a little tough on ourselves. You know, the toughest thing I do in this world is say no to myself. Oh, man, I don't want to hear that no. Yeah, I used to have a girlfriend the same way. I'd say no, and oh, man, she'd blow up. I don't care what it was. She, didn't, she hated no. Well, sometimes we got to say no to ourselves. We got it when we're doing something we know's wrong. We know that something that you know, but we want to reward ourselves. We want to be the you know top dog in the neighborhood. We want to show off. You know, I want to. As soon as I buy me a car, first thing I'm gonna do is go out to eat. Well, and, and it's amazing that how fast they drive. I was coming up station today. I'm running seventy five, trying to stay up with some of the traffic. I'm not staying up with everybody's passing me. And I'm going to tell you, three cars passed me that had been doing 100, and a Corvette, I think, was doing 120. He had slam on his brakes when he got about half a mile in front of me. I was coming up early, and there wasn't much traffic. But, man, everybody thought it was a racetrack coming this way. Hey, if you've got a Datsun, I mean not a Nissan, a Datsun. I've got a collector out of New York trying to buy Datsuns. So give me a call if you have a four-door, two-door, any, he bought a Datsun off of me, a, a 60s fair lady, needing five tens, a Datsun, amazing. 
I mean, people collect everything. I mean, I, 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 I collected it longer than I wanted to. But if you got a Datsun or got one laying around, give old Randy Adams a call, 830-708-4789. It's not worth much, but you can get the yard art out of your Hey, Hey, lady, if your husband's got a Datsun laying around, give me a call. I'll buy it. You may, he may not like it, but anyway, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. We're going to take a four-minute break. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about all kinds of things. Man, I've come up with some stuff here lately out of the Bible that just knocks my socks off. I'm going to be teaching on it in the next two or three weeks. I may dig one up right now. Something amazing's about to happen. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it will. I don't know. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Uh, this economy and this government scares me, and I'm fearless. God bless you. Hey, Bobby, hey, come back in four minutes. We'll be right back. Hey, text somebody, call somebody to listen to the radio show, 630 a.m., the word. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Good morning again. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Remember, tell 20 people I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Cars, trucks, houses, vans, equipment, anything that's legal, you know. So give me a call, 830-708. Four seven eight nine, and tell twenty people to go to YouTube. Randy Adams and Kello Bart, how you doing this morning? And so, uh, you know, we there's opportunities all the time to make a better decision. And I had another gentleman call me wanting to get rid of his Tacoma. I said, No, don't get rid of it. If, you, if you're going to buy a new one, you're going to sell yours. Then, good morning, Angela, again. You're going to have to replace it. Replacing it is tough right now. Just like the rent car places at Angela, she does great job for me. She works hard for me. Uh, and I do a lot of business with Enterprise. I like Enterprise a bunch. And so uh, Enterprise, did you send me a question, Bobby? I missed that. Uh, Enterprise, they don't have hardly anything to rent. These new car dealers and their manufacturers have got smart. They, they've realized that when things go wrong, and they realize what the government's like and what's happening there, so they realize that if they overbill, they're going to have to take it in the shorts. Well, they took it in the shorts big time when COVID hit. They put zero interest rate. They had to buy the notes down to get it to zero interest rate. So they give that money away, and it was better off if you took 15000 Instead, and you take that 15000 and apply it to whatever you bought, you'd be better off. Well, they had to put up the 15000 buy the notes down to get rid of their inventory. So they've realized when we overbuild, we're going to have a problem. We're going to have to pay the new car dealers in 2020. Had record unbelievable months. They made more money than ever before. And the government sent them $5 million to pay for their employees. And the rent, how crazy is that, Bubba? Woo! And they, you know, they they made unbelievable amount of money. And they'll escape paying the right amount of income tax. I guarantee you they will. They'll have write-offs and, and hiding points and everything else. Because they hire the best CPAs and they got them a ring of them. And whatever they save, they give them a bonus on. So they'll they'll bypass some of the income tax. And so we, we're going through these times when these new car manufacturers, hey, they say, we're tired of taking it in the shorts. We're tired of getting beat up. So we're going to make you buy, you order, and have sold what you, you're ordering, and we're going to take our time. We're, we're not going to be overproducing. We're not going to have too many employees. We're going to trim the fat off. We're tired of the new car dealers getting rich, and what they would rather really do is have it available where you can order a car online and they drop ship it to their new car dealers and pay them a small fee for getting it ready. And then they can make all the money on the service department. They say, here, y'all go make the money on the service department. But, you know, they could sell more cars that way. The dealers are averaging 7500 per unit profit right now. 
And so that 7500 gets added on the note. Well, a person can't trade as much. So the manufacturers figured out we can sell more if we do it directly online because the new car dealers is passing through them and they're getting rich on it. And so maybe that's the direction. To go. They would love to go that direction, I guarantee you. So we we got to be prepared for the changes in the car business, in the government. Uh, have you made prepared? Are you prepared for anything that comes up that way? Hello, Connie. And so you prepared what's going to happen? Are you prepared the direction that the business is going to go? We may have to make these cars last a little longer, and they're building them better. So mechanics might be working on them. Uh, I can't believe I, I was talking to a transmission guy. And he says, man, I was working on this Ford transmission. It was driving me nuts. It was eating my lunch is his exact words. And he said, we figured out that the case was uh, busted, and I had to buy a new case. So he called around the junkyards, and they wanted three three fifty for a new case. And that was a used case. It was a different case. How's that? So he said, I'll just call Ford. If I'm going to pay three three fifty, I'll I'll go ahead and pay four four fifty for a new case and have a new one. Well, a new one was $175. It was half price from the junkyards, which would have might have been a problem. He built it, put it in there, might have the same problem. Who knows? So we we got to know what new prices are. Hey, I'm buying stuff off of Amazon that's scary. I mean, cheap. I'm worried if it's good material, and they've been good. Now, I did get a I did get something off of Amazon the other day that broke on a customer, I thought, but it, it didn't. It was a good it, it was the direction the, the customer had told me it was going, and he, he was wrong. But anyway, I buy stuff off of Amazon, Rock Auto. I hustle around, try to. It's, it's worth the money. I saved 200 on a little part from Amazon the other day. A little effort will save you a little money. A lot of effort will save you a lot of money. I had a radio show on a big, on probably the number one station in San Antonio. I thought this was, but. Yeah, six thirty was, but there's another one that claims to be. And uh, anyway, I had this good time on Saturday afternoon. I was taping the show, and I was telling everybody go to YouTube and find out. You might be able to fix it yourself. I got a lady. It's a teacher. She's I think forty eight, forty nine years old. Lives beside uh, beside me in a duplex. And uh, I go over there the other day, and she's putting her wheel back on. I said, "You have flat tires?" She said, "No." I put brakes on my car. I said, you did what? She said, yeah, I needed brake pads, and they wanted crazy money. They were trying to charge her like 600 to put brake pads on. She said, so I went down, picked me up some new brake pads for 30 bucks, and put them on myself. Save that 600 I said, wow. I said, uh, she said, I just went to YouTube and watched it and did it. She said, uh, I'm going to run down the street and see if it stops. And she did, and it stops great. She's been driving the last few days. So, you know, I was telling uh, my listeners, you can go to YouTube and fix your own stuff and save the money. You know, to me, most of the time my brake jobs run two, three hundred, But some of these brake places want to charge you twelve, fifteen hundred, and sometimes your brake's not bad. I've had that situation with customers. Sell them a car that I know has got good brakes on it. And a week or two later, they stop in one of those brake places, and they tell them, "Oh, your brakes, you need new brakes, and it's twelve, fifteen hundred, which should be two, three hundred. So these mechanics wanted me off the air. I mean, and Brian at that station is a great guy. He's helped me a bunch. Wonderful guy. Works hard. And he said, Randy, I need to talk to you. He said, you know, our contract's up. I said, yeah. So I'm waiting for the whatever's coming up. He said, I need to sell your time. I said, you do? He said, I'll put you at uh, 10 o'clock Saturday night, and you'll be on 33 states. I said, well, okay. I said, you've worked with me. I'll work with you. I said, why are you selling my time? He said, these guys want to get rid of you, and they've offered five times what you're paying. I said, well, you know, let's be fair. You know, I, you've you've treated me right, and I know that. He said, well, I'll give you first shot at the best stuff coming up again. And he has. He's worked with me. But, I mean, sometimes the truth hurts. And, the, and this shop that was behind me, this mechanic shop, didn't want you to know about YouTube. Don't want you to know about Amazon. Don't want you to know about Rock Auto. Don't want you to shop your 
your parts price because it's all profit to them. Hey, everybody's getting in that dog-eat-dog hassle. And, I mean, we've got to get – people got to make money. Car dealers got to make money. Hey, shops got to make money. You know, I send Bobby, my guy, a lot of money, a lot of work. I, I may need to back off because he's behind on my stuff a little bit. <laughs> got you, Bobby. And so, and so uh, but, you know, he treats people right, and he tells the truth, and he works hard for them and does the best. And he's not trying to get rid of my show. Bobby's not. He knows that I'm bringing him in business. Well, he just needs a good mechanic. If you're, you're a young man that's not mechanically inclined, you might need to talk to Bobby. Or if you're a mechanic wanting to go to a good, honest shop, uh, give me a call and I'll give you Bobby's number. My number is 830-708-4789. Hey, and remember that Datsun. Yeah, Datsun, not Nissan, Datsun. I, I got a collector needing Datsuns in New York. Hey, and I'm going to be at Easy's from 1015 to 11.30. I got to leave at 11.30, but they don't open till 11. We run in there and we eat lunch. You can sit down and have lunch with us. Uh, we'll talk about everything. I had four ladies I was talking to here the other day, uh, giving them all advice, what was going on. A couple of them ate, a couple of them didn't. But uh, I'll be at Easy's at 281 in Bitters, and you'll see me. I got a big old order of uh, sweet potato fries. Man, they're good. And I had a bean burger last week, and it was good. So I'll be at Easy's from 10.15 to 11.30. I'll buy your car. I'll talk to you uh, right off at Bitters at 281. So come by and see us. And I've got a radio producer. She's promised to be there. Karen, she's supposed to be there after her show. Her show's on the same time as mine. So she don't. She listened to my 5 o'clock show, though. That was good. But you know we got we got something I run across. You know I'm always searching. Proverbs eighteen two: A fool finds no pleasure in understanding. Is that a guy that knows it all, or a lady that knows it all and don't want to listen, don't want to understand what's going on, just want to do their own thing? They're their own god. Whatever they do is okay. If it feels good, do it. You know this, that, and the other. Well, it's always good feeling to buy a car. I mean, it's a rush. It's adrenaline rush. You know, we want to buy a car, and we get all so excited. I want to show it off. I want to go out to eat and show everybody I got a new car. You walk in the restaurant, nobody knows. You know, I talk about that guy in the yellow Maserati who was at the church. I'd always watched him get out of his car, put his elbow on the roof because he wanted to show everybody that was his car, and look around see if anybody was watching. He pulled in and parked, and he's parking that car and this, that, and the other. And I think he told his wife not to get out too quick so he could look around and see who was looking at him. Oh, I got news for him. <laughs> hey, the last couple of Maseratis I had were nightmares. Man, you can work on them dudes, and while you're working on them, something else will break. Well, I mean, if you want nightmares... Take my advice, do whatever your little heart desires. But do you get, find no pleasure in understanding? You know, understanding the future, understanding your budget, understanding what you really can afford. You know, that that no pleasure at the end of the month when there's nothing left in your bank account and you're squeezing off and you're not paying these people and that people. Hey, we're going through some devaluation of the dollar. I had a gentleman ask me the other day, he said, uh, why are these cars jumping? I said, part of it's devaluation of the dollar. We're devaluating this dollar. A lot of, you know, you had new, about in the 80s, you had the peso devaluated. Super rich went to super, how do you make everybody equal? Devaluate the money. How do you cause heartache and, and drive a country down? The Democrat Party. They, they want everybody equal. So they're devaluating our dollar. They're going to be a, you know, there'll likely be a bigger jump. Who knows? What's going to be worth anything? You know, I get people say, what do you do with money nowadays? That's a, that's a tough question. But, I mean, we still got to pay our bills. We still got to pay that car note. We still got to buy insurance. We still got to eat. And so I want you to prepare for the future. I want you to mentally, physically, and spiritually be ready for a battle and be ready for any kind of situation that comes up. There's, it's crazy what is going on in the car business. Like I say, I bought a man's truck and I almost gave him back what he 
paid for it in 19. I, I sold a van today, uh, this week, not today, this week, for I guarantee 10000 more than I would have two years ago. Same van, same high miles. And we're not seeing anything in the future coming in. They're going to come in slow. This, you know, there's going to be a shortage. People are, but people are followers, and they don't care. I mean, work trucks are bringing a lot of money because you got to work at them. you got to produce money. you got to be able to make money. But, I mean, people are jumping up on cars and not even thinking twice about it. I think we look at what's out there and what's available. Since cars have gone up, everybody's pricing them up. So everybody's running out there and buying and not realizing we're paying so much more for certain vehicles than we did two years ago. So uh, you need to look at your budget. You need to examine your budget. And I love what Romans 7.14, Paul said, I do what I do not want to do. Who controls what you do? Where does it that thought start? Where does that process start? Where does it turn into actions? I do what I do not want to do. Have you ever done that? Have you ever, you know, uh, my mouth can get me in more trouble than anything else. I mean, I can agree to something or say I'll do something or, you know, try to help somebody. Sometimes when you're trying to help somebody, it'll sure bite you in the rear. Uh, we've got to understand the decisions that we make. We've got to be able to speak exactly what we can do, what is truthful, what is right, so that we don't get in those situations that I hate my car, I hate what I owe, and there's nothing, nothing free in the car business. I had a gentleman tell me that he bought a truck, and he said, I went to sell my truck to this dealership, and they were telling me, Oh, it's no good, it's no good, it'll never sell, it's too high, and he finally bought it. He sold it to them. He said, they convinced me. I had a piece of junk. He said, but then about six months later, I needed a a truck. And I go over to that same place, and they had one worse than mine, and they were bragging how great it was, what a good truck it was, how I needed to buy it. And so, you know, Depends on if you're pitching and catching, I guess. Or can they tell the truth? Or will they tell the truth? You know, perhaps we need to evaluate our own motives. And are we more interested in power, our participation, domination, or service? Are we giving or getting? Are we taking? Are we a giver or a taker? You know, I mean, examine what what you're doing. Examine your thoughts. You know, we get in too big a hurry. We get excited about buying a car, and wham, we're gone. We do it. I had some people in my Bible study years ago, and when that lady decided that she wanted to do something, man, she was 90 miles an hour. And so I tried to explain to her not to go to this certain dealership and be prepared and they had $9,000 in equity in a truck. But she had made up her mind she was going to get it done. She made up her mind she was going to buy close to where she lived. Because of service, of course, you know. She made up her mind. She gets over there and buys that unit. And then when we get back in our Bible study, she gets to bragging about it. And I said, have you figured up how much those payments are going to be? And she figured it up, and I said, uh, and the price of the car, and she told me. I said, you realize that they swallowed your $9,000 in equity? No. And she's a math teacher. Excuse me, lady. You're a math teacher, and you didn't add your payments up to see what you're paying for the car? You didn't add and see what was going to cost you and how many months and what the interest rate was going to be. No, I was just too excited. I got the car I wanted, and it sounded good, and they convinced me. I said, no, you just lost $9,000 worth of equity in a truck. You, they took it in trade and swallowed your equity. Yeah, you owed 8000 but your truck was worth 17000 
and I'd have made it do probably eighteen thousand. So actually, you you lost quite a bit of money. You lost probably ten thousand dollars. But she got in a hurry. She got made up her mind. Do we make up our mind where nothing else matters? Do we make up our mind where we can't think straight? Are you so excited that you know you can't slow down and make the right decision? Slow down and make sure you're doing the right thing. I know dealers are really good at at really pumping you up. There's a guy that advertises on a lot of radio shows, and he was talking about you got to buy it today. This is a spec, and he's backed off of that. He's let people think about it. I used to have salesmen that. Oh, man, he'd get all hostile when a customer said, I'm going to uh, go home and pray about it. He'd come in and say, they're going home and pray about it. I said, good. I said, I'd rather them do that than make a bad decision and buy something they can't afford, buy something they shouldn't buy. I'd rather the Holy Spirit lead them and guide them and keep keep me out of the trouble, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry that that car did Hey, one man makes brakes. That's why they, there's, you noticed how many parts houses there is around everywhere? I mean, right down the street from me is four or five of them. I mean, within probably a mile, I got five parts places that sell parts. And then, you know, and then you got online, you got Amazon, you got this, that, and the other. And, you know, so what man makes breaks? And then we got a lot of mechanic shops, a lot of people working on cars. So, you know, you buying a car and you think it'll never break? Oh, man. Give me a Mercedes, a BMW, and an Audi. I'll show you what breaks. Uh, and then try to find somebody, somebody that can work on those little darlings. You know, you're a hypocrite? Well, car dealers are hypocrites. You don't think so? I told a person that the other day. I said, you know, car dealers are hypocrite. Why? How, how are they a hypocrite? They pretend to love you. They pretend to give you the best deal. And then later on you figure it out, but you don't blame them. They, they can be a hypocrite and it's the great escape. They escape that fault and doing wrong to people. And so, but they really, truly must hate you. Because they're taking all the money they can. They're putting you in debtor's prison. They're selling you what they want to say. 85% of the people that walk into a dealership buy something they don't intend to buy. So they must really hate you. But you got to, you know, especially if the customer, hey, they'll cuss you and make fun of you and all kinds of stuff if you don't buy from them. Oh, they will. I'm telling you they will. And another service department, a lady called me said, uh, I got this Honda, and she got a CRV. It's my neighbor's sister, a little sweetheart, uh, school teacher. She says I went into a Honda dealership, and uh, they told me I was about to spend a lot of money in the seat belt. I said, something wrong with your seat belt? Yeah, it doesn't work properly. I said, well, WD forty fixes most of them. You can shoot a little dab in there, and work it back and forth, clean it up, and it'll fix it. She said, well, okay. I said, but you can go down to Bobby's shop, and Bobby will look at it for you, and he'll tell you the truth, and he did, and evidently he fixed it for her. But see, this Honda shop told her, oh, you're about to spend 2000 2500 fix this seatbelt. Are you kidding me, Bubba? Man, you know, if you believe that, I won't say you land a park, or, and you don't need a deed anyway. And so uh, they had her convince this little old car looks like new. It's got another 200,000 miles of life left on it, and they're trying to trade her out of it. Here, these service departments are well-trained assassins to put fear in your heart, fear in your mind, to get you to trade the unit. And, I mean, it probably a little shot of WD-40 probably fixed it. I don't know, Bobby, did it? you get it fixed or she had a, I mean, what's a seatbelt? hundred, hundred and a half. I bought one here a while back that was hard to find. It was $172. I mean, you know, so they want to convince you you got to spend a lot of money. Get a good, honest mechanic, but go to YouTube. Figure out what it costs, what it fixed. She probably could have gone to YouTube and had told her the same thing I told her or what Bobby told her. She could have fixed herself maybe. I don't know, possibility, or order a new one. 
don't take but 20 minutes to put a new seatbelt in. I bought a seatbelt for a skid steer down in Shiner, Texas. Let me tell you, BAME Tractor in Shiner, Texas impressed me. They got an operation down there in Shiner. Great people, great service department, great parts department. Uh, talked to the, I guess, the young owner. He's probably inherited it. But I did business with BAME Tractor back in the 60s and 70s with his grandfather. But super bad. They were, they've been busy, and they were a great help to me. And... Uh, Great people. You know, there's some great little towns around Texas. I love traveling. I love buying and selling. I love uh, being the best I can be, and I hope you're the best you can be. Hey, go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. Tell 20 people to watch my show. Tell 20 people to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy your car, your house, your truck, your salvage units, whatever you got for sale. Hey, I need some Datsuns. Remember that. Hey, I'll see you at Easy's. I'm going to go get me some of them sweet potato fries. May get me a bean burger, but Bob was telling me about another burger. Bob used to work for me. Go by and say hi to Bob at Easy's at Bitters and 281. God bless you. I love you listeners. I hope I'm making a difference in your life. Call me anytime, 830-708-4789. Be sure and tune in next week. Tell 20 people to watch our show. Tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.